0: welcome everybody welcome to another awesome episode of the sound flick podcast with your favorite co-stars um it is your boy norik that's cool uh to next to me i got my man it's your boy a
1: sincere young Flacco, young city in the cut and,
0: and then Dr. below
2: Steven. me i got skywalker mike per usual you know. That's right.
0: That's right. I try, to, I try no way, to hear no all the time, you know. And the reason we give directionals <laughs> is because you should be listening to our podcast on YouTube, so oh, you can yeah, see I our see. pretty faces, and yeah. then it will all make sense. If you are listening to, uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify or anything like that, then what our intro was is, you know, you could just imagine it. But it's all oh, right. It's but we are an episode. <laughs> we are an episode. Four, zero, episode 40. Brum, 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 brum. Yes. Proud of us. We made That's it. Right. We made it. 40 episodes deep, y'all, talking about these movies and music and all this streaming wars and all this fun stuff. It's been great hanging out with you guys and talking about this, and we are just getting started. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Happy to have everybody who's tuned in. Uh, today, we are discussing... Streaming Wars. Brr, part brr,
2: three. Brr. Part three. Bro, we knew we'd have a part three? three.
1: Bro, we, every time we do one of these episodes, it's like, okay, what's the next thing? Usually we just think yeah. it's movies, but everybody's fighting right now, and I'm really excited because as a consumer, I've never seen anything like this, except when, like, I guess when channels used to go ahead and head, this is kind of what it yeah. feels like. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah, yeah man, does. this is the
0: Super Bowl of our world.
2: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when we did the first one, I mean, who, I mean, like I said, who knew it was going to get to this point where all these companies are starting to create their own streaming platforms? And here we are on part three, about to talk about it all over again.
1: a bundle? Maybe to bundle this because, sir, I am paying too much.
0: It's it's just yeah. it's crazy. I mean, well, I think in the first Streaming Wars part one, we talked about that this is going to eventually turn into cable. Like you're gonna just have all of these different streaming platforms that you're yeah. playing that you're paying for, and it's gonna add up to cable. And before we were just speculating, but today
2: <laughs> we, we got
0: man, we got we got the playbooks. We got the playbooks, they have laid out their cards, all yeah. of the streaming services that matter have said this is what we're committing to, and who knows who's gonna win. It he could be anybody, matter.
1: he said that matter, that's crazy. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: not all of them matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no no, no, no. That's
1: the thing that sucks. So, like, going off of that, it's funny that because I was looking through the Google Doc today yeah. and I got an email from Apple TV saying, Hey, we upgraded you to Apple TV Plus for, for three months for free. And I was like, I don't.
2: And see, they have some good That's a shrug, bro. It's
0: a, it's a shrug. It's
2: so just like, I bro, it came, it, like, it came with <laughs> Apple TV
1: for a year with my phone when I bought it. And yeah. all I did was watch the Beastie Boys documentary. That's all I did. I haven't done anything else. I so want to. I'm show. like now I'm like intrigued to like see what shows they got
2: because yeah, it's, it's been a year. It's, it's yeah, been, yeah, it's been a year since they've been around and they probably have more better content. But yeah, that's the thing. Like all these platforms have different content available, and some of them it's like. That seems like a cool movie. One movie here and there, here and there, you know, um, a show here and there, cool casting every now and again. But it's like right now there's only two platforms that are really catching my attention. Now, I'm, I'm assuming it's kept catching your guys' attention. You know, it's probably catching well, the whole world by storm right now.
0: We, we didn't know. Well, we knew that Netflix obviously was, you know, Numero uno, that's that's they're yeah. the ones that have pioneered the streaming um, world, and they reign supreme. and And we knew that there were going to be a few companies that were going to try and um, dethrone them. Mm-hmm. Um, it w- Disney Plus was being mentioned at that time. Amazon Prime was being mentioned at that time. Even Apple Plus, and then you have all of these other ones. Hulu was was even it, uh, one of the contenders. But I don't think anybody saw that HBO Max no, was gonna come no. and say, Hey guys, pound for pound, we got this. They came swing it. Come gives me catch
1: the, this um, fade.
2: You know when you go to like an
1: artist competition and there's that one dude in the back not talking to anybody, just like he's just an MC, he's just like ready to go. That's how I feel like HBO Max was. They were just chilling in the cut, they were like ready. Yeah. And just listen to everybody's verses. Yeah, listen to like, everybody's right. verses. Like, all right, mm-hmm. I, I know what I'm going to perform now. I know what I'm going to do. So yeah, when it was time for them to come up, they're like, Ayo, bet. and they kind of just, bro. They had it, the, they it, had the Fresh Prince reunion, which pulled everybody, pulled yeah. everybody. Their promotions, A One, and all the shows that they're talking about, all the movies they're talking about. It's they came out swinging, and everybody's yeah, layout out out. is clean.
0: clean. Yeah, yep,
2: yeah, everything. Layout good. is
0: clean. The branding is good. The shows original are are. Fire and a lot of people forgot that HBO had fire original shows yes, from they the get go. They've yeah, all they had- they've always right. done it, but HBO was one of those things that people would consider. Um, yeah, I don't want to say like a rich thing, but it was like, oh, I don't, I, it's I'm not a paying premium for service. HBO. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. I'm not gonna pay for HBO. Like if you had a friend who had HBO also, oh, you were, you were sleeping over all the time because yeah. HBO was fire, but. Man, they really pivoted in the right direction. They secured contracts that were absolutely necessary yeah. um, for shows that people forgot about, but people needed to have. And then they and they have the money, they have the capital to create new content. And, and
2: it's yeah. uh and- it's amazing. And they did it at the perfect time. They did all that right before. I mean, I wouldn't say it's perfect timing. It was just something they were already doing. But all of of that happened right before the pandemic. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, now I see streaming services popping up because of the pandemic. But they were doing it just to compete with Netflix. And then once the pandemic hit, they're like, you know what? I think we should probably take it a step further and see if we can secure something that no one else can. You know, Mm -hmm. and and that's and that's one of the things I wanted to talk about um, with HBO Max. One of the big things this year that they announced is that they are releasing huge blockbuster movies on the same day that they go into theaters. What Mm -hmm. theaters will be available? I'm not really sure, but we don't know. They'll be available at home to stream for 31 days, which is which is pretty good because 31 days and then it probably goes on DVD. Right. and then it'll, it'll probably come back to hbo max
0: yeah but, but even
2: with that limit
0: that huge. that yeah that limit of keeping it exclusive for a certain amount of time is only going to in- improve the data that they're that they're going to be collecting so mm-hmm. so many it just means that so many more people have to watch in a certain amount of time which on the back end when they cascade out their data and they say oh well matrix 4 had you know, this many million people who watched it, it's like a more concentrated number at a faster rate. It's genius.
2: Right. Yeah. It's oh, genius.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna definitely go into the breakdown of what this streaming war is gonna entail. This battle has Netflix on one side, HBO Max on the other, a full breakdown of 16 films that are going to be released Week after week after yeah. week, that you already know the SoundFlick boys are going to be watching,
2: mm. and
0: and we will be um critiquing which films are the
2: best, which ones are great, yeah, which and that's ones sucked, and that's going to be a tough one too because mm. I mean, there's a lot of good movies coming out, and like we're all hyped for them. So there's been so many delays, but will they live up to their name? Mm, right. That is what's the question. Really is it worthy of of being an exclusive was it was it worth just dropping exclusively on this you know Mm -hmm. and i mean i guess right now the answer is yes because we can't go to movie theaters but right Mm -hmm. but still yeah we'll we'll, i mean yeah we're going to be diving into a lot of movies this upcoming year right well because even as
1: a consumer is it worth it where a lot of people still don't have these streaming sites but Mm this all it takes is that one movie to be like you know what i need to get it now like, yeah. is, is it going to be worth that extra twelve ninety nine just for that month? You know what I mean? Like, are you paying 12 dollars for the movie? And then just stop that streaming service after? Like, it's... Uh, I don't know. Plus, there's a lot of bias to come with a lot of these names and all of these movies that they're putting out. Yeah. So, I'm genuinely curious to see how this is all going to turn
0: out. How is no. it going to go? Yeah, You know, no, I, it's I, very, d- very important.
2: I definitely believe HBO Max will will not get to the point where Netflix is, but uh, they'll rise to the occasion and and try to be better than them in in their own way. Obviously, they're not trying to be exactly like Netflix. Uh, like Nuri said, they have their own originals that they've been making even before HBO Max and mm-hmm. and Netflix. Since they started, they never did originals. You know, it wasn't until like a few years after where they're like, you know what? Maybe we should make our own movies yeah. or right. contracts. But- but to, that, to do it to that point,
0: Netflix has killed it when it comes to originals. Their mm. output of original content has been insane. Now, before before we jump into the full full breakdown of both, I definitely would like to say just a nod um, th- about a movie that came out in twenty twenty that we did uh, uh, an episode about as well, and this is uh, one of Chadwick Boseman's last movies that he did. Um, the five bloods, um, yes. directed by Spike Lee, has won uh, best film uh, by the nice. National Board of Review, and Spike Lee has won best director by the National Board of That's Review. Dope. And I just fire. feel like that that should be acknowledged because that movie was fire and yes. it was a Netflix film, and um so that um, came yeah, out that's, and, and that's a that's you know a round of applause for them if i had an applause button i'd press the applause
2: button right now oh, we'll get it we'll get it but um no that's huge i feel like for both obviously for for netflix and for spike lee but for what they're gonna do in the future um netflix is probably gonna be like look man you 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 won best director was under our platform let's do mm-hmm. three more movies let's do however many movies let's do a show type thing you know and they've yeah. already they've been doing movies for a while there's a a movie i forget what it's called but it's a time travel movie that spike lee did with netflix mm-hmm. and then and then uh defy bloods as well mm-hmm. so i can definitely see them moving forward uh, and creating more which is huge for the platform because um everybody loves i, I wouldn't say everybody loves spike lee movies but mm-hmm. there there's something to to watch it's it's an event. That you can't miss. You know, if mm-hmm. you miss the movie, everybody's gonna be talking about the internet mm-hmm. and you're gonna be lost type
0: thing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's discuss what are what what's in the favor of each one of these streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. So if we look at Netflix, what are the things that you guys feel like are going for Netflix that are for sure attacks that they're going to use, for sure tactics and techniques that you are kind of expecting from them?
1: So for me, I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix developed some type of loyalty program for their fans, because right now, the main thing that holds Netflix together are their loyal fan base and the people that still watch it. For everything, All the as far as the originals go, for the shows that they still keep on, from mm-hmm. the upcoming movies that are coming up, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't mm-hmm. doubt if at least a streaming service, if not Netflix, Kind of takes over and is like, you know, we're going to put together this rewards program. We're going to put together this rewards bundle, or even things where that can get people, I guess, in their seats at home to like entice them to watch mm-hmm. the streaming service by like Netflix sending them bundles. Because we all know Netflix created basically they used to give DVDs before mm-hmm. it was streaming. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so if they created like a bundle service, like you know, we're going to send you this popcorn, this and that for one uh-huh. movie.
0: You know what I mean? So instead of instead of going for the theatrical release, we're gonna send it to you like you're we're gonna, gonna get the, the DVD. DVD we're yeah, yeah, we're, yeah we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna do that. So once it goes off of streaming, you'll have an opportunity to get it on DVD or Blu ray before anybody else has it. So you can own right. it or you can have it for like a long time. Exactly. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting.
1: Yeah, again, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I would like to see Netflix do that just because, again, they, they obviously were the mm-hmm. pioneers of that. Um, but also Wolf. they have some they have some pretty good, I guess I guess you want to call them indie because not many people consider mm-hmm. yeah. them like high tier films. But I would say they have really famous indie films that are coming up. Yeah, um, mostly oh, just fire sequels. So yes, uh, that's my take on what I think Netflix and, do and what I hope they do.
0: And I would say that to your point, a lot of our Flicky Awards were for movies or our Surprise Movie of the Years. I believe two out of the three were Netflix films. That, you know, Mm -hmm. made us feel like, whoa, we didn't know how good this was going to be. So I feel like Netflix has this um, unknown factor to it where because they work with a lot of uh, up and coming uh, talent and also with like, you know, they work with A-listers as well. The type of movies and shows that they create, you just never know what's going to really hit you like even mm. off the description you don't really know until you watch it and you're like oh this is filmed great like this is written great um so i think that they have a lot more sneak attacks that yeah. that netflix can kind of pull out
2: yeah yeah definitely one of the one of the things that i think um hbo max has over netflix obviously their their contract with warner bros and getting 16 films that are going to come out this year and that's pretty much like what you're saying all those movies are are by a known studio and we already know what to expect but with netflix they're releasing movie every week Mm -hmm. every week and you know maybe one one or two a month might hit maybe none of them might hit but with Netflix, they definitely are going to be able to hold uh, the attention span of people a lot more than HBO Max. Maybe maybe HBO Max might keep people a lot longer because of these known titles. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, Netflix is a lot more about the quantity right now. Yeah. Obviously, there's some quality, like you said, some prize quality. And every now and again, they'll get some A-list actors. But I mean, right now, HBO Max with, you know, Godzilla versus Kong, uh, The mm-hmm. Conjuring, Space Jam Two. You know those, those. A lot of those are, are fan favorites. Those are cult movies. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're getting that cult following and putting it on HBO Max. And I think that's huge for HBO Max to at yeah. least go go toe to toe with Netflix. You mm-hmm.
0: know. Yeah, I I feel like it's like uh Netflix is is hitting them with the jabs, hitting them with like a lot of body shots and a lot of points. Mm-hmm. And HBO Max is coming out with a haymaker or like a right hook, left hook, literally every two weeks to three weeks. You know, it's mm-hmm. just boom, boom, boom. And is Netflix going to be able to withstand all of these hooks or is HBO going to just get battered, get battered and then get that surprise hit to the kidney? And it's like it knocks them down. We don't know.
2: Yeah, Right. I guess the way I
1: would view it is, I guess it's use the boxing term. This isn't new to HBO. This is just a different platform. Obviously, yeah. like streaming is mm-hmm. no different than cable. We've gone over this. This is nothing new to HBO at all. They took over premium services for how long? They hosted these big events for how long? You know what I mean? I think it's only a matter of time that HBO Max starts showing these live boxing matches, these UFC mm-hmm. fights. You know what I mean? It's it's fully time before they take that over. Um, but I guess the way I would see it is like they're just a seasoned veteran. They know how to take hits. They're just waiting Mm -hmm. for the right opportunity to strike, which they've been. Netflix Mm -hmm. is just that young buck that's coming into the ring, just like, all right, you know what? I've been doing this for a little bit. I think I'm the best. It's going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. HBO Max
0: is like Tom Brady. And, and Netflix, Netflix is like, like Patrick, Patrick Mahomes.
2: No. <laughs> is gonna win. It's, it is, it's true to It's true. It is true. It, uh, I, I love that analogy. Um, another thing, going back to what you said about indie films, is I feel like Netflix has the one up on that because of the mm-hmm. international movies that they have. They have the international crowd on lock. You know, right. there's so many, I've seen so many Korean uh, zombie films. I've uh, there's um Lupin was was it Lupin the French uh, yes. Thief show yeah. you yes. know um, the, heist, the heist show. There's one. It's like Stranger Things, but it's in German. I totally forgot the name of it. That one's huge as well. But I feel like Netflix has that unlock, and that's the one thing HBO Max is missing. You know, um, if HBO Max can probably get some some cool indie in the international films, Mm. I think I think they have that on. Because one thing that I have been reading around is that a lot a lot of the movies that are going to come out on HBO Max aren't going to come out the same day in other countries. So like if we get um say Godzilla versus Kong on May 31st, it's going to come out maybe a month later Mm -hmm. in another country. But for Mm -hmm. Netflix they don't have that problem because they own all their all their rights. So Mm -hmm. The day this comes out, it comes out everywhere around the world. You know. Yeah,
0: thing. that is true. So. that is, that is true, and and I think that um, for HBO Max, I I don't see them necessarily going the international route, like unless they partner with other giant studios that are international. Yeah. Like that's going to be partner, tough. Yeah, and that I that is kind of tough, tough, you know, because, to to yeah. get like a like a Bollywood or to get like. Um, you know the Chinese, their um, their because their movie theater uh, situation is huge, but oh, yeah. the chances of Netflix getting like a Jackie Chan movie, you know, that's like based in in China or based in Asia, like made by you know an Asian studio, as opposed to HBO getting it, I my money's on Netflix being able to to grab that just yeah. based off of international contact.
2: Yeah, no Netflix Netflix is is more well rounded and connected to numerous studios whether like like it goes back to quantity. You know, Netflix is like we're going to sign with all these different studios who have movies coming out and we're going to release them on Netflix. As HBO Max said, let's just go for Warner. They have so many movies coming out this year. There might not be no movie theaters for months. So let's see if they're down and maybe it'll up our subscriptions. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. So then let's go through a few of the movies that Netflix is coming out with and HBO is coming out with, and we're going to pair them against each other. We're going to just say, and then we're going to rapid fire and decide based off of the cast or the director or just the name of it, what we kind of think, who's going to win. All right. I'm
1: just going to say Fire and Trash, but also. um, should we say first or after which streaming service that we're kind of leaning towards? Because I already know who well, I'm choosing
0: no but... we, we could do that at the end after okay. we after we but... talk about everything. We'll we'll choose. Cool. Um so I'm I'm gonna go down the list that we have here and <laughs> and just pair them together. So we got on Netflix's side, round one, army of the dead, and that is directed by Zack Snyder or HBO Max is *The Little Things* that is starring Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto.
2: HBO Max. Damn, I mean, I'm I'm hyped for that *Army of the Dead*. I've seen so many pictures. I, I would I would go with *Army of the Dead*. Um, I like the cast. Uh, mm. So *Army of the Dead* is on Netflix. So that's yes, it kinda is. Kinda- so I mean, the little things looks good. I love the casting. Those um, are
0: three. Those are three Academy Award winners right there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. No, it's heavy. It's heavy. They're coming out the gate with the swinging. No, um, I'm,
2: I'm gonna stick with Army detective the Dead. Though that's a all right. It's a bold statement, sir. It's like no, it's, it's
0: okay. It's okay. We're we're at one and one and one. You know, um, tied tied so far. All right. So we have a movie called Bruised, and that is going to involve Halle Berry, who's Exactly, you took the words right out of my mouth, and um, with that we're gonna put that up against HBO Max's Judas and the Black Messiah, which is gonna be starring Daniel Kaluuya and Kaluuya, sorry, and Lakeith um, Stanfield. Cool. <laughs> it's and jelly right there, bro. Bro, uh, I
1: say HBO Max, but those yeah. two are unstoppable together, bro.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say HBO Max, that one I've, I've been waiting for as well. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, seeing Daniel going undercover as a, I believe it's a Black Panther, you know, there's been another movie like that, that Spike Lee did. Um, Mm -hmm. Totally forgot the name. But I mean, if it's anything like that, or or even, you know, more dramatic, less comedic, then I'm hyped for that. Uh, The Halle Berry one sounds interesting, Mm -hmm. but it just sounds like another million dollar baby. Uh, Oh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah, why, why you,
0: yeah. Tell, tell us why you're gonna watch it this year. Because
1: HeliBuddy's he so down fine, sir. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> no other reason. Um, but also, IE, I, I, IE, Sean McKee Stanville. Yeah, yes. Yes. yes, yes, that
0: is true. That is true. I'm with you guys on that. So then we have third round Concrete Cowboy. That sounds uh, pretty crazy to me. I was like, yes. whoa. And yes. that's gonna be from Netflix. And that is starring Idris Elba and and uh, Caleb McLaughlin. Yes. DJ
2: Big Drizz. The, the kid from Stranger Things.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, awesome. And, and we're going to put that up against HBO Max's Tom and Jerry, yeah. which is featuring that? the voices the voices of Michael Pena and Chloe Grace uh, Moretz. Well,
1: Chloe, she's uh, she's like the live-action girl in it. I don't know who's playing one of the voices. I know Michael Pena's playing one of the voices, but she's like the live-action talking to Tom and Jerry the whole time.
2: Yeah, I thought Tom and Jerry don't talk.
0: Oh,
1: no, we do. they do. It's very
0: faint. they what they talk. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, I I'm a fan of Michael Pena, ever since Ant Man. So he's guts to me. Actually, no, even before Ant Man, I was a fan when he was an End of Watch. When it wasn't even comedic, like him in End of Watch with um with uh, uh Jake Gyllenhaal. What that was insane, bro. An he insane was
1: comedy movie. in uh in thirty in thirty minutes or less.
0: Yes, he was yeah. comedy in that too. He was comedy in that also. So, but but Concrete Cowboy just sounds insane to me with Idris. But, uh, I wonder but,
2: I wonder if it's going to be a western, like a flat out western or if it's like a a new age western in the in the west. I don't know, but I've seen some shots of it and I am probably going to lean that side. Yeah, Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm it.
0: I'm going I'm going with Netflix on that one. So then we have uh, round four, Don't Look Up. And we, I've seen a bunch of snapshots about, uh, of this. And this is with a new look for Leo DiCaprio yeah. with, with Jennifer Lawrence. And it looks like it's going to be filled with a whole bunch of drama. But then that's going to be going head to head with the Titans. <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong. We've been waiting for this for a long time, fellas. Bro, this is... What
1: we this think. is not even a, like as a matchup. It's just this is just so tough because both movies look fire. Uh, it's I'm going it, with it, 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 bu- it bugs Kong me <laughs> that Godzilla and King Kong <laughs> is such a slept on genre because people yeah. do not like monster movies, bro. A oh, lot they're of people gonna really love this don't. One. Yeah, but that's it. what I'm saying. Like, I think this is finally gonna be done right. We're just gonna get everybody into the Godzilla thing because everybody's so used to Skull Island and nobody really liked that. Everybody's like used to the King Kong with Jack Black and then the the, the Godzilla <laughs> with Brian Cranston, like nobody really liked it, but
0: well, I mean, oh, I, I, I like that Godzilla. My whole thing with Godzilla and King Kong, like it's just giving me transformer vibes, you right. know, and it's like it's hard to have these monster movies with real people. Because like the reality gets suspended so quickly, you know, because Mm -hmm. it's like, all right, what's actually like if we had monsters that were really coming around here, like, okay, so people are going to be friends with them. Like, what is going on here? You know, (laughs) what's actually what's actually happening? But if you take all of that out and you look at it, it's just like I, I feel like people resonate with monster movies when it's like mechanical, you know, so you have Transformers or you have Pacific Rim. And it mm. makes it a little bit more like, okay, well, these are just mech suits that we're controlling. But when it's like an actual animal that can just devour the planet and nothing like, could like... Animal. You know what I mean? It just gets a little crazy. But I personally am excited for the for the new Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Mm. Um, I think that... Fan. I'm not a big fan of Jennifer Lawrence, but I think that she's going to like act her ass off in this movie. And Hell I think yeah. Leo, Leo is going to... Leo's gonna kill it. When bro. you have
2: Leo on your side, you have to act your ass off. Bro, yeah. I'm 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 a hundred percent
1: sure he's out here like giving her tips and telling her what to do. Like Man. helping her take it there. That's yeah. like the coolest shit ever to me, as well.
0: Well, you so. gotta improv. You know, a lot of these actors, what they'll do is you know, they'll they'll test you on what's on what's in the script, and then they'll go off script. And if you can hang with them going off script, which is like Something that got Tom Holland the job as Spider Man, you know, like he he went to go audition with Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Downey just went off script and he like kept up with him, and then he when he left he said that's how I knew I got the job, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's like you can get like super dope actors who, if you don't get like all all awestruck or you're just trying to stay to the script, but you just let let it loose and you got that chemistry. They, they, you, you know, you knock it out of the park.
2: Yeah. All yeah. I'm thinking right now is the Oscars are going to be crazy. The Gram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they're gonna be grand. But the Oscars are going to be the Golden Globes and the Oscars. That's probably going to be all Netflix and HBO Max.
0: Honestly, they're so lucky because now that so many people are involved in watching movies and watching uh, TV shows, those award shows are probably actually going to get looked at because people really want to know yeah. like
2: wow who who's going to win? I remember there was a year where they were jipping all these Netflix films like mm-hmm. none of them were nominated and there were some really good ones at the time and now it's like you have no choice but to nominate those. Yeah, yeah. you got no choice. Yeah, I feel exactly like that's the thing. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the routes why Netflix went the quantity route because they're like more we're more than likely going to land one of these as an Oscar one of these yep. got to hit. One yeah, of yeah hit. one of these. If one of, one of them, two of them, three of them, who knows? It might be all of them, but it might not either. It might not be any, so. Crazy. we that will be such an upset, but Netflix wins this round for me, yeah. by the way.
0: Yes, yeah. yes. I, I give it to Netflix. So on round five, we have Escape from Spiderhead. Spiderhead. Who knows who Spiderhead is, but yeah. that is going to be uh, starring Chris Hemsworth. Now, Chris Hemsworth has a good track record when it comes to Netflix. And everything that he's done recently. That is a star. And let's pair that up uh, with Mortal Kombat, which is going to be a reboot. And that is presented by HBO Max. And it is promised to have some of the best fight scenes uh, of the year, as well as uh, the most gruesome fatalities that are um, akin to the actual video game. Now... Mortal Kombat has seen a resurgence in its popularity because of the new video games that have come out ever since Mortal Kombat 9. I played Mortal Kombat 9 all the time. <laughs> it was insane. I loved it. So I'm really excited for this movie, but it's it looks pretty low budget. You know, yeah. out of out of all the HBO um movies. you know major movies, it looks like it's the most low
2: budget out of all of them.
1: And
2: Feels I find like they that spent all the money just on the rights to this film. Hmm. Yeah, they could have been it. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Mortal Kombat, though. The known name yeah. opposed to Escape from Spider-Head, you know. Uh, yeah. I haven't heard anything about that. You know, there, I feel like there's a lot bigger Netflix names that are going to come out. This year, but well, who knows? That can be one of the sleepers, one of the well. sleepers, man. It could be uh, the kidney shot. Who knows?
0: Skip and Spiderhead
1: yeah. sounds like Superhead had a cousin who got bit by a spider.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean,
1: yeah, I'm going with that movie. I'm going with Netflix on this round Yeah, it kind of goes. I'm not a fan of the Mortal Kombat movies, bro. It's it just no seeing that trailer just didn't get me going, bro. Like, I am not having the fatalities.
2: Yeah, but they didn't show any fatalities in there. That's why I'm like, all right, I'm trying to watch this movie. But I feel yeah. like that kind of goes back to the familiarity of names. Like HBO Max probably struck gold with all these films, you know, because people are like, oh, I know that movie, I know that movie, yep. I've heard about that movie. That movie was delayed. I'm gonna, am I'm gonna watch it here. And then you mm-hmm. go to Netflix and it's like, I've never heard any of these movies. Heard
0: any of them. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. at all. Not at all, but that's where you can get that little surprise and delight. Some mm-hmm. people like the familiar, and other people like to be surprised. So exactly. it's, it's going to divide. It's going to divide the audience. Um, for round six, we have Malcolm and Marie, which is uh, by Netflix, and that was one of the first films that we heard that was uh, filmed during COVID, and that is starring Zendaya and John David Washington who both of them have come off of... Ex- they're they're on complete up trajectories. They had a killer in 2020,
1: their career. bro. 2020 did not slow down for them at all.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. And, and they're at the height of their popularity right now. And they're starring in a movie together. And Netflix is running it. And that is going up against, uh, in our scenario, um, HBO Max's The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. And that is with uh, Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson. Patrick Absolutely. Wilson is cool. I like Patrick I know, Wilson. I know what yeah. Nori's picking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you <right> already <laughs> know. Malcolm and Marie, bro. I ain't watching no Conjuring, bro. I'm watching the Conjuring. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: conflicted. <laughs> um, so as a consumer, right, looking at the whole audience, not just myself, I'm sure that the Conjuring is gonna take this because the Conjuring that storyline has so many fans, bro. The animal mm, universe the has so the cult they have a cult following, bro. And yeah. a lot of people don't realize that if they're not in the cult, then it doesn't really matter to them. But those people that love those movies, they genuinely love the stone. Yeah,
2: no, so, that's um, what I was gonna say. Like, although not all the movies are great, they still have that cult following. Yeah, and people are gonna watch. I, yeah. I know people are gonna watch. Uh, I've been waiting for this movie. I think it was going to drop in 2020. So, I mean, Mount Marie, you know, like it's, it's one of those movies where I was reading how it's the new coming of, uh, talent the new coming of age and talent with mm-hmm. these two actors. Um, but as far as exciting and what will keep me interested, I think I'm going to go with the conjuring.
0: I got you. I got you on that. I feel like, um, the conjuring could lose if it isn't done well. If it right. is, which is done well, yeah, which is possible. If it is done well, then it, it then it would beat it out in this scenario because of all the reasons that you guys that you guys specified.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think people are really taking into consideration that yes, COVID's a real thing, but it's stopping so much production, it's stopping so much acting being in the same room like mm-hmm. it's probably it's gonna have a toll on some of these movies mm-hmm. um yeah. the conjuring yeah. could have one of those because obviously the conjuring is known for those scenes that are really close quarters you know what i mean very close quarters jump cuts jump scenes that are crazy um I, for myself personally i'm gonna give it to malcolm and marie but i think the cult following is Tell us why story.
0: sincere Tell us why <laughs> you are. Because
1: I'm in love with Zendaya. That's the reason. <laughs> no, bro. It's it just looks like a really good film. The only thing I'm not liking about Mac Marie so far is that it's just all grayscale. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because I don't want to get an eyesore from just staring at mm-hmm. black and gray the whole time. Yeah. But I can
2: see why people won't watch that. Um, a lot of people really aren't into grayscale. Um, but Definitely. it might it might even improve the movie because you're literally just focusing on the actors and the acting rather than the scenery and you know, what's well i just cool. thought the
1: dialogue's gonna be fire i mm-hmm. you're, you guys already know i love dialogue so i'm excited for that
2: yeah
0: yeah i feel it i feel it well um for let's see we are on round
2: seven i let's, believe hold on let's let's do oh uh, you know what now yeah keep going keep going keep yeah. going
0: we're in round seven, and we have Outside the Wire, and this is by Netflix, and this oh, yeah, is starring Anthony Mackie, and this is out. This is out. So Netflix already got a head start because they started <laughs> at, at the top of January, and HBO Max's first film um, in this kind of section is coming out um, uh, at the end of January. Yeah. So... Um, Outside the wires, out now. We will be watching it most likely as well, and uh, discussing it in our good next movie. episode. It. It's it's oh, oh, okay. So Chad good. Walker Mike has already seen it, so he's a little biased, probably because this is going up against King James. That's not the name of the movie, but LeBron James, Bron Bron, um, starring in the reboot of Space Jam: New Legacy. And that is brought to you by HBO Max. How do you guys feel about that with, with the snapshot that he posted and the kind of overall look and tone of the film? Do you think I, LeBron is going to win an Oscar? Oh,
1: God, no. I feel like this movie <laughs> I think so. was like the detox, bro. Like, is it going to come out? Is it real? Is it really going to happen? Is it real mm-hmm. um, up until last year? Um, as As much as I'm excited, actually, I don't know. I kind of want to lean towards Space Jam for this
0: one, just because it's Space Jam, bro. Like, you yeah, if LeBron cool. ruins it, I'm going to be pissed. I just no, don't, I don't think, I just don't that. think that LeBron is, like, scripted funny. You know, like, he's his own funny, but scripted funny? I don't know if LeBron is scripted funny. I just, like, his look when he was looking up in that little spot, I was just kind of like... LeBron, stop being ridiculous. Like, yeah, come on, fam. Like, what are you doing? Bro, I knew, I,
1: I knew LeBron was a terrible actor when he jumped on stage with Drake and Travis Scott the sickle mode.
0: <laughs> uh, t- bro. I was like, what
1: are you doing? It, You're it, wearing a freaking helicopter hat.
0: Honestly, then- I'd rather have Drake in Space Jam than to have LeBron in oh, Space no.
2: Jam. No. <laughs> Drake's the baller, bro.
0: No, Drake's gonna get Drake's gonna get back into movies. Watch. That's like that's gonna happen.
2: I, I think he will when he retires from music. I, yeah, I mean absolutely. he's been talking about retiring for so long. I don't think he's gonna retire anytime soon. But he, will yes. he will he's get gonna, back. Yes, into he will act he
0: will. He will. He's gonna get back into acting. That's that's just the next step. But yeah. um I give that one to well i haven't seen outside the wire yet but i'm more interested personally in watching outside the wire than i'm watching than watching space jam although those toon squad jerseys do look dope but i just know that it's going to be super hype beast and everyone's going to get one and then they're going to come out with lebrons that are the same colorway as it so you can wear the lebrons wow, yeah. with the Tune with the toon squad jersey and i'm not here for that
2: how many times do you guys, do you guys think he's going to say Taco Tuesday in the movie? Taco once. Tuesday. It has to be at least once, right? At least once. I'm going to go with, I mean, I've seen it already. I, I am very interested in Space Jam, but it just yeah. goes back to the acting. I'm, I'm going with Outside the Wire, because uh, Anthony Mackie did a, a phenomenal job. It was very, it was kind of cryptic at some point, but I, I loved it. I, I loved the movie, and... Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to side with the movie I saw already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome, yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. uh, So for Netflix, we have Wendell and Wild, and this is a Key and Peele animated mm. horror film.
2: Which I think I'm most excited for this movie. I'm pretty
0: I'm really excited, excited for, for that. I'm pretty excited for that as well. Um, this is going to go up against, in our scenario, The Suicide Squad, which HBO Max is rolling out. The Suicide Squad oh. reboot. Um, and that is gonna be a tough one, man. That's a tough one, Margot Robbie, the, yeah. Elba, John Cena, um, and of course directed by um James Gunn. Yeah. That is, it's that's that's a heavy that's a heavy so hitter. The
1: main thing that has me intrigued about this movie, I'm not sure if you guys watched the behind the scenes after the trailer came out, but James Gunn talked about this being his favorite superhero film he's worked on.
0: Wow.
2: Over Guardians. Over Guardians, bro. And well, I'm like, But
0: is he going to say that because it's recent, though? Like, what no, else you gonna say? I you going to say? Like, I, nah, I like Guardians more. I,
2: I'm just doing I, this. Like, I don't think, I think he would say that, though. Yeah, I think they let him do what he wanted. And it's not like, you know, you, when you're working with Disney, I'm pretty sure you have a lot of limitations. But when you're working with DC, what do they have to lose, you know, mm-hmm. at this point? That's so, true. You Know if he's saying it's it's probably his favorite, it's probably because he really put everything he probably wanted to do with it. Opposed to you know, in Guardians, he's like, I want to do this, and they're like, Yeah, no, we can't do that. So I feel it, know, I feel but it. I'm gonna go with uh, the the Window and Wild because that one, um, uh, we didn't mention the director, but the director, uh, Henry Sijuk, uh, C- I'm uh, probably saying it wrong, but he did. Uh, very, very famous animation movies uh, in The Nightmare Before Christmas and Coraline.
0: Oh, wow. So, okay. So, yeah, it's, okay. like, it's going to be one of those films. Type and thing. and with, with Jordan Peele, basically, who has yeah. been...
2: Oh, yeah, Key and Peele are both riding the movie, too. So.
0: And Jordan Peele has been killing it when it comes yes. to horror anyway with, yeah. uh, with Us and with Get Out. So, to bring back his comedy-writing horror pal,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: Keegan, it's going to be... I, I'm really excited. And I'm not a big horror guy. You guys yeah. all know this. But I'm really excited to, yeah. to see I mean, what they yeah. like If and- it's
2: anything like the Nightmare Before Christmas horror or Coraline horror, where it's just, like, creepy and, you know, cryptic, then, yeah, then it's going to be very interesting horror. And I'm probably going to side with that one just because of the I guess the the familiarity with the the director and and obviously the actors because I mean Suicide Squad sounds great but is it going to be great it's a DC movie so far they've let us down a few times True. True. Um, you know is this going to be the movie to bring it back and if this is going to be the movie to 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 lift up DC then I'm not really going to be excited for other movies because what's what's that going to put them at is it going to be is this going to be the best dc movie and then what about the rest of them type So i feel like
0: i feel like that this movie is going to be uh a like even if it's great it's going to be a one-off like -hmm. there's not really going to be anything that they can do to build off of it because they just let james gunn do whatever it is that he wanted to do so it's like without him involved How do you take it anywhere else that you want to take it? So I think it's going to go down as like one of those superhero movies. That's just a classic on its own, but it'll Mm -hmm. be very
2: contained. Yeah, I think I believe that too. I believe that as well.
0: So So on Netflix's side, we have a couple um, sequels that they're going to be also introducing as well. We have Chicken Run 2. I can't
2: wait. We should should do Bird Box 2
0: and bird box 2. Yeah. That 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 they're both introducing and I feel like okay. Hitting uh, the it. sequel train with Netflix. I mean Chicken Run 2 is is going to be exciting I think for the kids. Yeah. You know, it's Chicken that Run.
2: Is. Like all right, yes. yes I love Chicken Run. Well, on okay, VHS. Right.
0: <laughs> I feel y'all. I feel y'all. But Bird Box Classic. was like a, was like a meme phenomenon. Like it really reinvigorated the original movie for netflix i feel like I, Actually, I, it's one of those that's very well- that
1: doesn't that doesn't equate to streams though that doesn't equate to streams that doesn't equate to quality it's just Me they're making fun of streams the-
2: I the I SA- they mm-hmm. do they? Yes, they do they yes really people are like what is everybody talking about and exactly. then everybody's like oh if you haven't seen bird box go watch it right now it's on netflix i don't even yeah. like
1: bird box that much bro honestly and and it's funny because i saw did. it
2: I and did. The, yeah, I
1: saw it before the memes. And then when the memes came out, I'm like, this movie's not good. Think, what are you guys doing?
2: Yeah, I think I saw it after the memes. Because I was confused with the memes. I was like, let me check it oh, out. So you
1: one of them. No wonder. <laughs> yeah, I like
2: the movie, though. I genuinely like the movie. And um, I was wondering if there was going to be a sequel. Uh, it reminded me of another movie, Bird Box, where the whole planet goes blind. And um there's only one person who can see. Obviously, in Bird Box, not everybody's blind, but everybody's blindfolded mm-hmm. because of this invisible A
0: virus. It was COVID the whole time, bro. That's all.
2: <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But, but having
0: um, having that go up against HBO Max's Dune, 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 yeah. Dune, Dune. I would oh, say Dune, 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 <laughs> dune with dune. Oscar Isaac, uh Zendaya. Uh Doom. Dennis Villain Villain Wave.
2: Yeah, that's the villain wave. He's, uh, he's, he's the, the director, characters. right? He's the yeah, director. He's the okay. Director. Awesome. He did uh Blade Runner. Sick. He did Interstellar. Sick. Oh, he, just uh,
1: fired, really. you
2: he did Interstellar? You already said yeah. that yeah. I thought right. that uh no, that's that, that Nolan. Nolan right? Yeah, I thought um, Nolan I'm thinking, did I'm thinking of something else that he did. I think it's another space movie that he did, but It's in the realm. He's like in the realm of Christopher Nolan, of those Mm -hmm. type of movies where they're watches. Yeah. 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 The the color grading, Mm -hmm. uh, the cinematography, the dialogue, the casting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, both of them are on point when it comes to making movies. So I'm very hyped for Dune, especially because it's a reboot of the uh, original Dune movie, Mm -hmm. which that movie inspired Star Wars to even become a thing. So I've never seen the original Dune, but I mean, who knows? We'll probably yeah. do a versus Dune versus Dune in the future. See yes. See how that goes. Totally. totally. I'm very hyped for Dune over me the third box, too. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, that's <laughs> for sure. That is for sure. HBO Max gets that for me. And then Netflix uh, is going to hit us with an Extraction sequel. And Extraction was one of you my heard? favorite uh, movies from last year. Yeah, we, we talked and about
1: this film. Yeah, great. and,
0: and I am and I thought it was great. The Russo brothers directing fantastic with Chris Hemsworth. The international appeal that they got, the way that they shot it. And I'm excited to see where does the sequel take place? How far well, in, in the future is it? Um, but, however, with all of that said,
2: T- HBO Max
0: is coming with The Matrix 4. And, oh my goodness, The Matrix was the first movie that I saw. That when Um, I left the theater, I didn't know if I was in the right reality. Like, I just didn't know (laughs) if what I just saw was life or was I just tripping. Like, are we plugged into the Matrix? Y'all grabbing the back of your neck like, bro. Yeah, like, I'm I'm really, I was tripping. That was the Um, first movie I
2: ever was tripping from. Well, I mean, you already cut cut your your hair off, so, you know, you can't even plug back. Yeah, bro. You don't you don't plug the I'm unplugged. Here. The the yeah, no you that you now. had on here before <laughs> was in the
0: Matrix. That, that's my Matrix version. Who are you? I'm forek NASCO. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: yeah. man. But so honestly, I think Matrix 4 beats out all of these. You know, I mean Keanu Reeves is a staple for Sark. He's, know, guy. He's a staple for his podcast, man. bro. Yeah. We will
0: get him on this podcast. If any of you guys are listening and you know Keanu Reeves, if you're like his long lost cousin, twice removed, you know, anything along those lines, get him in contact with us. Because we would love to have him as a guest on Soundflake.
1: I I would just, uh, man, if we got him on the pod, I wouldn't even know the right questions to ask. I would just want to talk to him, talk about just his experiences
0: we, yeah. we got to come prepared. We, we can't we can't
2: be bluffing. We can't oh, yeah. breathtaking. Do you like mustard? Don't call him something. breathtaking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he's breathtaking. And he thinks I'm breathtaking. And that's what matters. Does he like pastrami sandwiches? I don't know.
2: <laughs> Can we get one together? You know, when everything boils down and we're all safe type of thing. You know, t- Those are the questions the I want to
1: ask him. What does he know that we don't know? He has to know some secrets.
2: <laughs> what does he
0: know that we don't know? What does that's he know that we do
1: <laughs> Keanu Reeves, what do you know that
0: we don't know? It's just <laughs> going to be like uh a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah.
1: He's like oh, oh, good question. Man.
0: That that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, there are going to be many more additions to this list um throughout the year. I'm sure Netflix will be making more announcements. Yes. Um the honorable mention in this HBO Max one is that we didn't even talk about the 4 hour Zack Snyder Justice League that they're going to be dropping in March, which Mm -hmm. is going to be insane. Four Um, hours! Oh my
2: goodness.
0: Four hour—the longest comic book movie of all time. Um, How long is our
2: episode going to be for that?
0: No, it's not an episode. It's four. It's a four-hour movie. They they talking about
2: hour hour oh hour
0: episode oh. It, i mean <laughs> hopefully not man if it's trash four. then it's gonna be a 45 minute how are
2: we gonna break down a four-hour movie type i thing? mean i wouldn't
0: i wouldn't be opposed to do a part one and a part two of this <laughs> if it's really really good and there's so much to unpack yeah. we can do a part one and part two
2: yeah yeah, definitely one thing before we get into our last segment, which will be the streaming suggestions. I do want to bring up a new contender to the ring that mm. I, I heard about yesterday, oh. um, which is kind of is, is a little surprising. New challenger. Paramount Plus is coming out. Ah, yeah. Not, sure, not yes. sure when it's coming out, mm-hmm. but they saw what hbl max is doing and netflix were doing and they're like you know what we got to hop on this we need to keep our our content alive we need to get the money that they're getting you know yeah. as far as releases and what they're going to release I, I figure pretty much anything paramount pictures is going to be exclusively on there but I don't know. I haven't heard well, I haven't heard anything. I feel like they're a little late to the party, but I mean yeah. it's better late than never, right?
0: Yeah. I mean Paramount this hearing their announcement kind of saddened me because Paramount has Nickelodeon. We're and I too. thought I thought that Nickelodeon and Netflix were inking a deal that I personally felt was going to put Netflix over the top with with like the content that they already had. Right. Because
1: we talked about the Roscoe's Bonder Life movie. We talked exactly. about the *Argo* movie. Exactly.
0: That's- and it seems like that Paramount has pulled out of that deal and decided we're going to just do our own. I don't know if that's going to be really lucrative for Paramount, but they do have the Avatar La- The Last Airbender franchise, which they talked about doing spinoffs for. They talked about doing spin-offs for SpongeBob. These are all huge, huge properties that I just, I just resonate out. with everybody. But I don't know if it's gonna be good. I don't know if they have right. the creative team to to make it resonate with the, the with the people of now.
2: Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's some things that I've seen on on, you know, from the Paramount Plus. I mean, there's Star Trek. That's, that's that's huge, that's, I guess. That's for the the cool. cult following that they have, obviously Nick Lone is huge as well. Um I wonder what those SpongeBob spin-offs are gonna be like Patrick
1: so I, I, I'm pissed about that it's because cool. the, the creator of SpongeBob, he never wanted to do spin-offs, bro. He talked about he talks about mm. in interviews, he never wants spin-offs. It is and better to keep through, them together. And then and, and then they they wait till old boy passes away to all right, let's do some spin offs. It's so shame, it bro.
0: It just Paramount Plus just screams very corporatey. Yeah,
2: like, they're capable. I mean, they they just, work with CBS heavily. Yeah, so it's I- just like it's people
0: in the sphere that don't need to be there that are like, "There's money here, so we're going to do this." And Disney would come off like that, but like Disney has a creative that is really unmatched. Right. So mm-hmm. they don't come off like that. But Paramount, it's like y'all don't have any business creating all of this stuff yeah. like like under your own thing like just license it out to everybody get your money on the back end but they're going to try and i could be eating my words right now they can come out with amazing <laughs> content but yeah. i don't think so i'm cool on that i don't need to i don't need to subscribe if
2: if I really want to watch it so tomorrow... I don't know. I'm sure I'll know somebody... Yeah, movies. I don't think I will. It, right now, there's not enough enticing me to do it, opposed to what HBO Max and Netflix got going. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, this episode is HBO Max versus Netflix right now, because they're one of the two big... Uh, like uh, HBO Max is up and coming, and Netflix has been around. It, Netflix is still winning to me, because of their subscribers and the way they've been able to, to hold them. Cause it's not just movies. They're dropping every week. They have so many shows. There's a variety of shows coming out. Uh, yeah. One of one of the ones that I'm kind of hyped for uh, is the Witcher season two. Yep. Yep. There's so much. They got yeah. a lot.
0: And Netflix can pull from so many different shows and add different seasons. I feel like, Paramount Plus and Disney plus are like the undercard, like mm-hmm. they're gonna go at it, and Disney plus has kind of revealed oh, their oh, hand they've They've said, you know we're coming out with ten new Star Wars shows, ten new Marvel shows It's coming you know yeah, but that's over but, the years that's not and that is over year. the years, yes, yeah. it is over the years, so it it's pretty much in the next three years they have those that are coming out, so um we'll see. We'll see, and you know, Amazon hasn't popped up or said anything as yet. They're kind of cooling. Hulu's kind of cooling. Um, you got like Peacock in the corner, you know, with with NBC, but they got Friends and they have The Office as well. Yeah, and you not, know? I already
1: forgot about Peacock. I just got reminded right now. I totally forgot about it. It's not, Bruh, yeah. you know.
0: So, and who knows? YouTube might pop up and be like, "Yo, we're gonna put people streaming stuff like like yeah. you make." on on a streaming service that's going to be like fire you know like well, who YouTube knows what kind
1: of took that and then but youtube red kind of died as soon as they lost
0: uh, copper well, people don't like paying for youtube because youtube's been free yeah you know it's so, been
2: free for
0: it's been time. free for so long that people don't want to pay for it so you really really got to make something great but um what do you guys think out of out of everything that we've talked about who do you think is going to win this streaming war this year? The underdog with the quality, the international acclaim, a little bit more of a of a pulse on the new sphere or the titan, the reigning champ, the person who's been here before, came out of retirement, trained up, got fire again? And is ready to reclaim the crown, HBO Max.
2: I'm going to go with HBO Max just for this year because, you know, this is the first time that they're they're at the Super Bowl. I don't know Mm. if they're going to be able to repeat it, though. Netflix, on the other hand, will be there next year because Mm -hmm. Netflix, since they've been around, I feel like they've made their... Their plans for probably the next 10 years. Yeah. Obviously, HBO Max is probably trying to figure that out, but who's to say they have that Warner Brothers deal next yeah. year? Yeah, yeah, you know? that's true. That's true. So, but I think this year, HBO Max will take yeah. it. And
0: HBO yeah. Max is like the Golden State Warriors when they got KD. <laughs>
2: yeah, and right now, Warner Brothers is KD. Yeah,
0: yeah. Warner, yeah. Warner Brothers is KD. HBO Max just got him on the team and they and yeah. they're rolling and Netflix is like, "Oh man, but but Netflix is LeBron and is always in the finals." Yeah. But, but May win some, but May but May lose some also. So, he's going to be there at the end. But he's going to be there. He's going to be there. I'm going to give yeah. it to HBO Max as well for this year. I think that they have a championship team. Yeah, I think they, that they're yeah. going to have a winning record. It's so gonna hard. be seventy three and and uh, and nine. <laughs> you know, it's it's gonna be maximum. As, yeah. They're they're ready to live up to their name. What do you think, yeah. Sincere?
1: Yeah, man, HBO Max. Um, I don't think there's anything much to say other, that you guys haven't already touched base on, but they're just Scott Walker's just gonna change your green screen over to just HBO Max completely. <laughs> um, but yeah, bro. Like, I don't know. It's kind of just leaving me speechless. Just kind of looking over their list. It's just consistency. I think that's all it is. Mm-hmm. They've been consistent from the start. Their algorithm's beautiful. The aesthetics beautiful. Nothing else it's is all- purple, bro. It's just it just calms me when I see it. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, it's, it's just kind of just get you in the mood. I've
2: been of watching life. so much on HBO Max lately, like from shows to movies that I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this in a while. Um, there's just so much to do on HBO Max right now before they even release any of these Warner Brothers, uh movies. So, so, yeah. Exciting. Everybody, Exciting. HBO Max if you don't have it. Uh, yes. it's going to be in for a ride.
0: The war oh, has yeah. begun. Y'all, the war has begun. Way in, let us know what you're watching and what you enjoy and what you like. Every week, there's something great, so you shouldn't be saying that you are bored. Well, and uh,
1: speaking of that, let's kind of just jump into the suggestions since we're getting get, it. Let's get it. All righty, let me start off. Um, shout out Netflix because, of course, we love their originals. We love their dialogue. Night Stalker. You guys know what Night Stalker is. Richard Ramirez is the name of the Night Stalker. He was a serial killer in the early mm-hmm. 1980s. i um, about this. Who passed away in 2013 from cancer. Um, this dude committed murders all through SoCal and the LA area and the San Francisco area. And he got Sorry. away with it with years. For years, bro. And the the amount of detail put into this show, it was up into four episodes. Four 50-minute, one-hour one hour, um, episodes from the detectives that worked the case from the news reporters that were live watching it to people that were victims as far as like family members go or people that survived. Um, it's such a gnarly show and I loved every bit of it. Um, I watched that with my mom cause she grew up around that time. So she remembers that and we're kind of just talking about it. So um, definitely go watch it. It's, it's definitely a good watch and it definitely wants to make you look more into this because it's super gnarly. So definitely go stream that.
2: Dope, dope. Yeah, uh, I'll go next. It's a HBO Max. It's not an HBO Max original, but it's on HBO Max right now. There's a movie on it. It's called Snowpiercer. I like the movie more than the show, but the show format of the the same storyline for the show is is what really is intriguing to me because there's way more point of views. There's different scenarios for characters, but if you haven't seen the movie Snowpiercer, um, the show is probably just as good. It's by the same producer, Bong uh, Bong Joon, which is the guy who did Okja. he did, um, what's that, Parasite, which is which two, two really good movies, and Snowpiercer, which is another one with Chris Evans. But uh, um, Chris Evans isn't in the show, it's David Diggs as the main character. Uh, same premise, same thing, different storyline. If you guys haven't seen it and looking for something to watch, go peep that. Season one is all the all of the episodes are available, and season two just started on January twenty fifth. So,
0: awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. For my suggestion, I'm throwing it back and picking uh one of uh, one of the uh, streaming services that's still in training. Such um, a good show, Amazon Prime, and uh, my show that I picked was Heroes. And, uh, save, the uh,
1: save the cheerleader.
0: Save the cheerleader. Save the Save the world. You know, um, heroes season one was the height of great television and great writing um, on a regular network. No cable. It was on NBC and accessible it to it everybody. Bro, accessible to everybody. I remember watching it. I remember asking my parents if, because at that time I had a curfew that I had to go to bed and I was like, could I stay up longer so I can just watch this show? And me and my brother would watch it religiously. And um, this this is one of the shows, and, and I'll just put this as a disclaimer, this is one of the shows that was affected uh, during the writer's strike, um, during the writer's strike that happened that axed a lot of shows. And that happened toward uh, toward the third and fourth season of this show. Um, but the f- first season is worth the watch on its own. Um, it's oh, really, best. really incredible. And if you do enjoy it and you want to keep following these characters, the additional seasons are interesting as well. Um, so I recommend watching Heroes. And that is on Amazon Prime.
2: Yes, sir. Hey Nurik, let
1: me
2: go ahead
0: and borrow your uh Prime uh password, please, because I kind of want to watch your own now.
2: <laughs> I got you, bro. I Too got bad. you. Hey. So it. that that is it for episode 40. If you have 40. if you have any um anything you guys want to tell us, whether you side with Netflix, whether you side with HBO Max, let us know uh yes. what, what your go-to is for this year. Um or if you are going to watch both because, I mean, we're going to be watching on both platforms. So, Netflix, don't hate us because we, if you're hearing us, we still love you. (laughs) Yeah, don't be
1: trolling either saying Disney Plus and shit like that. I don't want to hear it.
0: Yeah, no, it's only between HBO Max and Netflix. You know, but one thing that you don't have to choose is where you start your own podcast. And that is with ProductiveCulture.com backslash podcast and tell them that the SoundFlick boys sent you. That's us. That's right. That's right. And make sure and follow us um, on Instagram at SoundFlickPod and on Twitter at SoundFlickPod as well. Um, we appreciate all of you for listening and for tuning in. Um, yeah, guys. Uh, I think that this is it. I appreciate y'all. It's great talking with you guys. We're going to be watching some great things, and I'm looking forward to the next episode.
1: Yes, sir. Tee Bye, friends.
0: Alrighty. Peace. Peace.